What's, What's up, up, baby? Bro. Are you I, in a good mood today, man? I, I so. am looking at uh, Coinbase right now. Maybe we'll do a live How podcast sale. So, okay. I don't want to I don't want to give specific numbers because, you know, whatever. But right now due to uh, you know, some moving of the poker funds, I have a good chunk of change just kind of passing through Bitcoin. Oh, it's not I love like, this. I'm not trying to like make Dude, a move. The fact in that you Bitcoin. say that, man, I mean, like we've talked about, you know, listening back to episodes in 10 years yeah. and listening to your casual just cashing out of Bitcoin mm-hmm. probably every other week. And it just freaking makes me sick, man. Almost. Well, well, you know, I know, I know that there's dips, but go ahead. Explain yourself. It's not that I don't want to be in, in Bitcoin in general. It's that I'm not like super liquid, right? So if I had, if this were a ton of excess funds that I was passing through Bitcoin, like like a ton of yeah. winnings, it's more like, you know, in terms of the poker graph, it's it's dip, 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 big win. And that's just kind of how poker works, right? So when I have the big win, I'm cashing out, I'm passing through Bitcoin, but I don't, the money isn't like, well, the money has places to be. You know what I mean? I can't just like let it chill in there. I got credit cards to pay and whatnot. So the poker game, the poker tournament on the phone pays you how though? Like how does it send you the Bitcoin? I just go to withdraw. I get my Bitcoin address in there and I withdraw whatever amount I have in my account. I can withdraw up to that. So say I, so if I deposit, this is where I risk. I did, I did a deep audit uh, yesterday of my poker winnings because I was like, I feel like I'm winning a good amount of money. I look at my tracker like, like I've got a good ROI on everything, but I'm not making a lot of money. And I looked at it and I'm making 15%, which sounds great, right? 15% of all the money I've invested in poker, that's great. But then I have to pay, I pay a 7% uh, rake to the to the poker site effectively when I go in. So say like it ranges from five to 10, but averages out to 7%. So say I have a hundred dollar tournament. I actually pay 109 for to enter the tournament, right? So that's 9% there. But to deposit $109, I need to pay another five to 10% credit card fee. So I'm really paying like $120 to buy a hundred dollar ticket, which is really 109. So then I win 150, let's say it sounds like 50% ROI, but it's really like 25%. So I realized that there's a good amount I'm losing fees because then say I take the 150 and I put it into Bitcoin, then I did sell it for then I sell it for cash and, and then I deposit it, right? They get a fee. So I'm that's where I, I'm realizing like so much of the money is going to these little fees. Anyway, all that to say, uh, I made a nice withdrawal uh-huh. uh, today and it's in Bitcoin currently, and I was like, I don't need to sell it right away. Yeah. Haven't made money on it right now. It's 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 lower than it was, like barely. Well, when did, yeah, but you put it in last night, did you not? I or put it in today. It's oh, today. midday. <laughs> I'm not even trying. Actually, okay. So I received. I am up a dollar. You're up a dollar. <laughs> I'm up a dollar. Okay. <laughs> so I think with the most recent dip in the crypto market, I mean, who knows? It could dip more. It could right. not dip more. It could also shoot to the moon very soon. But. I don't know. I'd say you know, the only reason why I wouldn't be getting on your case is because yeah. I know you're paying to pay actual right. bills. And is this the second pair of Fabletic shorts that you got? Uh, yeah, yeah. This two is the for twenty four dollars. Yes, I like sir. That. I like Check that them pair. out. Um, but Baby blue. but I, I understand where you're coming from. But I think the the remainder you should just wait until it's at a high point and then you know sell. Yeah. So you I don't mean, waste money on those fees. I agreed. Agreed. And I need to, I'm taking a step back right now to, to reevaluate my approach and see like, like how to be more efficient with this. Cause I have, I've lost a ton of money to fees and uh, I could avoid some of them. Right. I could avoid some of them by like being more strategic with the way I deposit and withdraw and not having so many transactions and losing all that money there. Yeah. Uh, because I'm, it's, it's encouraging to see that the like ROI is consistently there over a long period of time over at this point, 
Because I get like a lifetime report over thousands of tournaments. Like, wait, who gives you the report though? There's a site like you can use different things. Yeah, and it just it tracks everything: how many tournaments you've entered, what's your average cost, oh, what's nice. your average okay. return, et cetera, et cetera. Best hundred game streak, worst hundred game streak, et cetera. It's it's fascinating. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, thousands of games played. Um, but anyway. Anyway, so we're passing through Bitcoin, yes. and I was like, you know what? Normally, I just immediately sell. Yeah, withdraw. let's wait a little bit. Like, let's wait. You know. Sunday nights typically are a big night for crypto, so yeah. I'd say maybe, maybe hold around till then. But we'll uh, see. Who I'm more knows. of on like a 24 hour. Time right, right, right. <laughs> I, I, I understand that too. And if you have bills to pay, man, you right, know, you gotta, you gotta do you. You gotta pay off those bills first. Exactly, sure. exactly. Can't stay too leveraged. Mess up that credit score before trying to snatch myself an apartment. That's funny that you um, mentioned that. So uh, let's quickly touch on your apartment search and then mm-hmm. I want to tell you about this fascinating Amazon documentary I watched before mm-hmm. you just came over about uh, a billionaire who was building the biggest house in Florida in the country oh, a 90,000 square foot palace basically that like resembled Versailles and then in the middle of this documentary it was like a two year documentary uh-huh. this guy was just so highly leveraged that this this documentary came out in like 2011 but like they were shooting it during like the 2008 crisis he was just so highly leveraged that yeah the bank just seized all of his assets because he personally guaranteed everything. So this guy <laughs> was at a point where his kids had to start going to public school, where he, where they had to worry about shutting off the lights to like save on the light bill. So the banks were like on his ass. But anyway, go ahead. Talk about <laughs> two, your apartment. Two, two things. Yeah. <laughs> well, a few things actually. Yeah. Why? Sure. Why, why assign a number? Let's let's go on the fly. Uh, it's funny that you said. They had to go to public school and also worry about electricity. Like yeah. the two, two things were like yeah. these. Well, I would say those are two. <laughs> oh, don't you think yeah. that those are two dramatic things you have to do from going to a, uh, a guy who has a $750 million net worth to yeah. a month later, your kids have to go to public school and you have to worry about the lights in worrying your house? The, yes, yes. That's drastic what, what change. Yes. But worrying about the lights in the house and paying private versus public tuition yes. to me are not even remote. Like like on the scale of having no, but I think it, it will financially conscious. Sure, but I think in general, if kids have to switch from private to public school because of financial burdens, uh-huh. it would it would mean something significant in yeah. that person's life is happening. Yeah. I would think maybe you know it, yeah save twenty five k. But yes, you're right. We're all turning. Line. You're right. Turning off the lights <laughs> and twenty five thousand dollars a year yeah. potentially. Turning off the lights. We're talking like you saying, might save three like bucks a, lot, a month. Yeah, there were just a lot. Of, there were just a lot of things that I guess changed in the kids' lives that well, I was thinking could have been traumatic for them. Can, can I be honest? Aside yeah. from the kids. Uh, I'm pretty happy with the way this this story is turning out, actually, because you started wants to big the big the build the biggest Whoa. house ever. Yes, Yikes. bro. And he said the craziest shit. The director or like the producer asked him, like, why are you building this house? Mm-hmm. And this is bef- right before the crash, like two months before the crash. He's like, well, because I can. Yeah. And oh, my God, did this guy's tail get bitten? Speaking of oh, tails, yeah. like a couple episodes ago, this guy just got it right in the tuchus, bro. Eat your Jesus. words, baby. Yeah, Eat literally. Girl. Yeah, foot in your literally. mouth. Literally. More than a foot in his mouth, pal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, tell me about your um, your house hunt, dude. So I'm trying to build the biggest apartment in New York City. Yeah. It's going to be 600 square feet. <laughs> <laughs> just gold on every fo- square foot of the freaking yeah, apartment. Yeah, $750 million. And I might even... <laughs> Dude, I'm, I might a get a dining dollars room. a square foot. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. It's going to be insane. There's going to be like a shower that you can lay in. It's going to be wild. Are you, well, are, are you looking for a tub or a stand-in? Do you care? I like a tub, but I haven't yeah. been, I haven't had a New York apartment with a tub I'm comfortable laying in. Uh, 
I, I mean, the, the apartment hunt is, this is what I like. This is the first time striking out on my own, and I like that I have ultimate decision-making authority. I'm what still What do you mean striking out? Oh, you mean like yeah. venturing out? It used to be yeah. with roommates, and I have to be like, what do you think about this place? Because there have been times I've, I've, you know, made decisions based on my roommate's needs, of course. So now I'm like, I do whatever I want. Now, how's it going? It's early. I haven't fallen in love yet. You're, you would potentially move in July 1. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah, got a, got a little bit of a head start on it. I'm trying to see see a ton of places. Here's the thing. Every every realtor in New York, uh, maybe we'll, I'll limit this to every male realtor in New York, probably most of the women as well. Just the worst people ever. Just absolute douchebags, filthy liars, like almost to a, to a corny extent. I know that you're involved in the real estate game, so you should know this. Well, I mean, not so much anymore because, you know, I retired from my father's right. real estate company. But yes, in general, <laughs> there are a number of, uh, of you know, douche, douchey rental brokers. Bro, yes, I know, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So there's one guy that I actually do deal with, and I'll talk about him positively on this mm-hmm. podcast, episode uh, 42, I believe he came on. Have you heard of oh, Bond, he came on. Bond Real Estate in New York? Oh, yeah. You have? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I see uh, their name everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So this guy is actually the principal of the company, and if you'd like, I'd set okay. him up with him. Yeah, Bruno, he's a very nice dude. Is um, he gonna deal with low net worth peeps like well, me? Well, no, he'll send you out. <laughs> he'll he'll uh, source you. So um, this guy um, started this company like 25 years ago. Just started with like a number of building owners, and then just I guess moved on to other buildings, and now they have like. Bro, I don't know. They have yeah. like 3,500 apartments for rent. They sell shit. The, the, the guy's doing great. Anyway, yeah, they have a lot of brokers that are just trying to trying to make that money really quick and then kind of move on with their life. That's mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't want to say for all the brokers in New York, but I'd say like a good amount of them are just trying to get like X amount of cash and then coast for totally. whatever it is, eight to 12 months and be like, oh, they want to do... Um, their acting career over here. They're trying to make films or whatever it is. Yeah. They're just trying to get in there, make their year, year and a half living expense, and then get the fuck out of there. I so it's that. like very short term. Because also, getting your real estate license is, it's not easy, but like it's not like the hardest thing in the world. So you can right. study for three weeks, you take the test, you get in everything, you get all, get in all your papers and whatever, and then boom, within a month, you're a rental agent in uh-huh. a New York or a, sell, a buyer's selling agent relatively the same tests, but it's I'd say it's easier to get your rental license but if you really do stick in it and you know you are um, a, a competent broker <laughs> as you chew on ice you can you can make a lot of money <laughs> yeah you know you make yeah. whatever two thousand dollars an apartment I mean I I totally get is. the idea of like hustle I'm gonna come out here like like it is probably probably the industry to do what you just described that maybe recruiting i'd include in that as well for something where you just want to get in you want to i mean it's still it's harder than people think but just like close a bunch of deals as quickly as possible and get yourself paid and then like you said because realistically dude like as soon if i'm your broker Mm -hmm. and like as soon as you rent the apartment and you sign the lease and you're paying twenty five hundred dollars i'm likely getting a twenty five hundred dollar check well maybe i get three-fourths of a month then half of it goes to the brokerage whatever uncle yeah. sam sticks his mitts in there so um, whatever i'm making like eleven hundred dollars off of a twenty five hundred dollar uh apartment yeah. rental, which is a good amount of money yeah if you can sling a bunch of those that's great yeah, i yeah, just yeah. want everyone to change their personality sure also i wouldn't mind uh, maybe 
And maybe I give off a vibe to people that they're like, oh, how to sell to this guy? Guy must be a fucking douchebag. Well, I'm going to be a douchebag too. You look, well, you look <laughs> stubborn. Maybe. You seem stubborn, which is a good quality to have when you're looking for an apartment. Yeah. Because they have to sell you and shit. Right. They're like, they're, well, there's only 37 steps to the third floor. You're like, right. all right. Hey. <laughs> now, I can, now I can fuck with well, this walk this, this is what I'm seeing a lot of. Hey, uh, you inquired about uh, so and so on Tenth Street. Yeah, uh, oh, come what on are you by on? Are you, okay, are you on Street Easy? Like looking at these? Mostly, apartments? mostly. Can you send me them? I'd love to see them too. For sure. It's a pretty yeah, yeah. wide right, range. Right, but still, I, just, I like looking at them in general. But um, so no, you, no. you met a few brokers, but go ahead. Yeah, so I'll I'll hop on. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, come by eleven fifteen. Okay, show up. Uh, so we actually this place isn't uh for rent anymore. But let me show you this place. It's actually seven hundred dollars more than that, right next door. Like oh, and it's not in the same building. It, maybe it's in the same building. Maybe it's next door. Maybe it's nearby. Or maybe it's in the same building and classic, it's just six hundred bucks classic more. Classic broker trick, bro. And it's like, look, no one is. No one has a range of six hundred dollars, or at well, least, yeah, yeah. Well, like two thousand to like right, twenty six hundred. Right. You know, like like I'm searching sixteen to two thousand. Right. So like. I'm not going to go from oh this is nineteen hundred I might do it oh here's one for twenty five hundred that's w- that's not happening like that that's very unrealistic if you think I'm searching sixteen to twenty then show me twenty one if you're if you're trying to upsell me show me twenty one and maybe if I'm in love I'll make the bad decision and I'll get it but I show up to the place I waste my time middle of the workday show up and they want to switch show me a new one like or yeah. So I think the reason they do that is because there is a lot of competition per each listing, I would think, especially Um, if there's not like a building owner and broker exclusive, you know, like the building owner would be like, all right, here's this apartment, apartment uh, 5F, mm -hmm. and it's it's, uh, vacant, but I'm also giving it to four of the brokers. So whatever, go out, find your tenant. So they'll have their picture of 5F online, and then they'll hear like, oh, 5F actually just got rented. Yeah. You know, th- that personal broker who just heard that the apartment's rented, yeah. but they have a similar listing maybe close by, they'll keep 5F online just so they could get those leads, right. and then they'll bring Peter Moran Agreed. a couple blocks down. So I know why I they're doing it, but that's bullshit. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. You're Bait right. and switch. You're right. Yeah. Bait and switch. And yeah. I'm not here for it. Almost on principle. If, here, here's what's going to happen. If somebody... If somebody does that to me, I'm going to try to find a different real. And I actually like the place they bait and switch me with. I'm going to say no and try to find a different realtor to get it through. Stick right. it to the man. Yeah. You know, I used to not be a big spite guy. I used to be a just like, I, you know, go, go I can emotionally remove myself from a situation and just get what I want out of it. Yeah. That time has passed. It's time for me to take actions out of spite. I don't no longer want to control my life. I want to be, uh, I want to be doing things because other people bother me. Why didn't we eat lunch today? Were you freaking busy as a dog or what? Yeah, I had I had a seven o'clock meeting. Ugh, seven o'clock a.m. Seven in the a. You, you don't, they don't even start paying your fucking check by then. Do <laughs> I they? Mean, I mean, who knows? Seven o'clock. Well, they better start. I show up. I mean, show up. I hop on the call. Whatever. Yeah. Then I got another meeting. Then I got to rush out to another place. Come back for me. Rush out. Yeah, it's been a crazy day. Wild, wild day. Uh, I did. I did get lunch ordered. Had a little Chipotle. Okay, Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to use your rewards when you order the Chipotle? What do you mean? You rewards? know how when you go to Chipotle, do you order it on the app? And you oh, I order on like Uber things? Eats. Oh, okay. So otherwise yeah. you may have been able to... Well, I don't know. The, the delivery, I don't think you can get your points. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not being good about that, I guess. 
Well, yeah, um, you being a big Chipotle guy, I figured which is why I got to get this this Bitcoin money. Uh, we're down fourteen bucks. Down fourteen bucks. Can't say yeah. Wait until well, I mean, you're not going to listen to me anyway. But <laughs> I'd say wait until Sunday. Sundays are usually a good day, good day for the crypto market. What day is Sunday? Today is well, wink, today's wink. The- today's Monday. <laughs> but oh, right, right. Today what day is, is yesterday? Today is today's a few days before uh, Monday. Yeah, what day <laughs> is yesterday? It's Sunday. I might. I might. Uh, <laughs> I might, I might be able to wait till then. It's still in the month. Yeah. I just want to sell, withdraw, have it, have it in my account month end because people are looking for bank statements for for uh, oh. new application. So I'm trying to put as much money in my well, accounts you're also, as you're also, right Well, you're not so early. Wow. It is the end of May. Yeah. Okay. So you potentially make a decision within the next two weeks. Exactly. All right, man. Well, yeah. any sort of prospects or no, like you're definitely still looking. There's a place I liked, but I don't think I could ever be in that location. A uh, place that if we were in the East Village, I would, or Chelsea, I would snatch up in a heartbeat. Uh, 1750, decent square footage, nice nice living room layout, walk everything. Up. Walk, walk up's up. fine. It's it's yeah. just that it's on 38th Street, and I don't think I want to yeah, go that yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, You okay. know what I mean? Understood. I think, I think that area gets a bad rap, though, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Like, if you want... Uh, a good building and good things in the building. That's a good area to be in. But like, it's, if you want to, if you want to go out and do stuff, and you know, live with the fact that you're in Murray Hill Midtown, then right. yeah, maybe it's not good. But otherwise, besides that, it's, it's high. I want to. I mean, yeah, it's more just access to everything, and because because yeah. no matter what, like, yeah, I can get a better apartment that I'm more comfortable being in. But at the end of the day, like, New York is not for staying in. New York is for Saving being your apartment. Out. Yeah, 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 exactly. So the the cost that you're paying for is not the square footage; it's the proximity to everything that the city has to offer. Which is why this last year, pandemic year was such a waste of money. And now it's like now's the time to be near the action. Well, looking back on it, what would you have done differently in terms of wasting money? I I mean, have, there's nothing really I could have done. Yeah, yeah. It's just that like New York rent should have been a quarter of the price in general. <laughs> last yeah. Year. Well, it, yeah, and it's probably come down like twenty percent, I guess, since then, and slowly yeah. going back. It's up, it's boosting now that it's on. I mean, pandemic is history. It doesn't exist anymore. Not Corona. New York, dude. Nah, Crazy. there's no such thing as uh, yeah. Did you see that Melbourne is going on lockdown again? I hate talking mm-hmm. about coronavirus, but yeah. Dude, wow. CNN posted it. Um, Melbourne going back under like lockdown restrictions. Like what the fuck wasn't this place like good? They were good like immediately. They were yes, they were good for a very long time. Maybe we just traded places. I think that like people just weren't really taking the vaccine, not wearing masks, and then they're having all those ragers, those concerts in the pool and whatnot. Let's let's just and it's also winter there, mind you, right? Uh, Yeah, that sounds that sounds fair to me, but it never gets that cold there, right? Well, I think just in general, like this past winter, it was pre- like Corona got worse just because yeah. like cold or flu season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, let's let's say this because I also hate talking about it. everyone. Go go get vaccinated. Not for you, for me. I don't I don't care about your health. Yeah, I pe- care about yeah. Peter me. wants to wear no mask in the gym. Right. Exactly. And no mask at Starbucks. Right. I'm just gonna do my thing. No mask, baby. I I just want I just want everyone to be able to live their lives, and I don't ever want us to have to think about this ever again. So you know what? Get that shot in your arm. Enjoy. I don't care what you do with your life. Just let me live. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I hope as a human society that we could prevent one of these going for further going uh, happening again. Say? Yeah. Okay. Happening, <laughs> happening again. But I think the way that we can prevent it is knowing when to start wearing masks if needed. You know what? Bro, you know, we can still eat pigs rolling around in the yeah. mud, whatever. Eat cows. I don't give a shit. It would be cool if, uh, Get that. 
if like if you're feeling under the weather and you have to go out, you toss on a mask moving forward. Right. Everyone has them. Everyone has access to them. That's yeah. a normal. I'm yeah. cool with that. Sure. You know? Uh, yeah, it's whatever. Just the constant use. It's if we reduce much. the amount of germs we share in general, especially us New Yorkers, yeah. like, great. Because in New York, you get two or three colds a year. It's like if you're in the suburbs, you get one cold a year. And when I say you, I mean me. <laughs> but that's how it goes. I'm serious. Like, New York. That you, yeah, that New York AC flying in your face. Yeah, you know? a couple Maybe, subway pulls. Yeah. You, you accidentally lick a couple microphones that you're holding that someone else yes. like, got their mouth all over. Right, the mic you know. on the chin, big exactly. move. Uh, did you see this Knicks game last night? 1-1 versus the Atlanta Hawks. Do you catch any news about it? I caught 20 seconds when one of the guys at the show was like, oh, Knicks are playing and pulled it up. Okay, two things. Three things. How was that show? Eastvale Comedy Club and Atlantic Avenue. I hosted. Uh, it was good. You killed? Yeah, yeah great. We That's had uh, a shout out to audience member Julia. Pretty interactive. Uh, great, great audience as well. We, nice. had, we, had a, we had a really fun show. Everyone cool. come out. Cool. I, I need to come. I've told you 10 times yeah. that I'm coming. Okay, so Trey Young. There were like signs that were passed out. I don't know. If it was like if it was passed out by stadium members or whatever, but they were like Microsoft Word sheets. Like somebody probably printed out like I don't know five thousand pieces of paper that said Trey Young is balding. That's the chant. Uh-huh. This poor kid is twenty two years old, uh-huh. and fifteen thousand people were going Trey Young's balding. How mean? <laughs> That's freaking mean. It is. It is anything for the W, I guess. I mean, yeah, the, that's the one thing. Like, like athletes, really I guess take. athletes and politicians, I guess. Like, there's no limit on the scrutiny you can put them on there. Team sport athletes and Tiger Woods, I guess. Yeah. No, no, all athletes. I think. Well, but well, on the court, I'm talking about on yeah. the court. Like, you can just get yelled at and then scream. But like yeah. golf, tennis, not really. Yeah, if you scream it at someone, well, that that's a thing. In basketball, the experience is basketball, football. You're about to take a field goal, free throw. Like the crowd is part of it. They try to distract you, and that is part of the game at that professional level. And I think that's cool because you actually, as an audience member, you feel like you're participating as you're someone in, in the crowd. Like the whole Seahawks had their whole twelfth man thing going on. Like, like there's something to that. There's something to the Bills, uh, the Buffalo football team. You know, we have the best fans in the world and i i i kid you not i have (laughs) create i have caused a false start at a bills game i've gone there and just as a group we all screamed in my tiny little incremental banging on the seat screaming at the top of my lungs made it so loud they couldn't hear the snap count and we caused a false start and that's amazing that you get to contribute and that's why i say we when i talk about the bills you can't really say that in golf where you're just not allowed to do that it's it's rude you get kicked out you can't do it yeah everyone get mad at you that being said when i was like 17 i was a senior in high school and we were in the state tournament for basketball and so was our women's team right when i say state tournament i need to like clarify that this was like the bottom level it was like yeah like the talent was not great right whatever so so our our women's team was in was in there as well so we're watching the game and i'm in the stands and there's this commercial on guy it was right at the time that this geico commercial was popular where the pig would have his uh head hanging out the window and he'd ride by and go wee wee yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it was great. So whenever the other team would do their free throws, I would scrap. Wee wee. You know, they missed some shots. They made some shots. I, like I don't know that. if I impacted it or not. Yeah, but I like doing it. Got caught a lot of flack 
from the a lot of glares initially then a little knock it off then like people on the the my schools like parents of the the girls on my school were like what is wrong with i'm like do you, this is what you, you must do. have been around a lot of small-minded people man. that's what i'm saying like doing some freaking big things <laughs> we, right we i like that yeah we we're trying to, to, have to make that a button <laughs> i think so <laughs> uh we're yeah we're supporting i'm uh, supporting the team it's a you want you know the guys hang around watch the girls play the girls hang around yes. watch the guys play like yes. if we're actually going to be fans of each other we're actually going to support i want you playing some defense while the other team is shooting those free free throws yeah and that's what i did and uh I don't remember how they finished up, but we won the tournament, so nice. we did what we had to do. I wanted to get back just before I forget. Somebody also spit on Trey Young when he was taking the ball out out of bounds. Like you can see, <sighs> spit flying in over fifty cent shoulder front row and yeah. landing on Trey Young. A That's lot of drama up. in the NBA last night too. Like Russell, what Russell Westbrook got like water and popcorn poured on him too, and James. LeBron James uh, spoke out for spoke out, um, you know, for him. Yeah, we gotta, I mean, we got to be nicer as a society, especially since like we're just getting back into stadiums. Like people don't right. remember how to handle themselves. This is the Schmedium shirt I was talking <laughs> oh, about nice. the other night when nice. I wore it on Saturday it's night, got but good, it didn't get the girl. It's got a good like uh, cuff. Yeah, it's right there, also like, like if it was any shorter, it'd be a belly shirt. But yeah, you're right. I've got that. that. You know that like kind of kind of. I can't remember you seeing one like this. The white shirt with like a pretty colorful pattern that I wear on here. Yeah, 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 off yeah. That one, I show a little skin frequently. Yes, it's shrunk a bit on me. Hawaiian type. Yeah. Yeah, All right. it's nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've been an obnoxious fan. I went, I saw the Cavs be, while LeBron was gone, unfortunately. And I was there was one player every time. I saw the Cavs? Oh, Knicks Cavs? No, no. This was this was a long time ago. This was in Cleveland when I was like seventeen, eighteen. So it was the same year as the Wheat Wheat. It was probably a couple months later. What were you doing there? <laughs> it was just like like our you team. Our coach took us to to. We're going to Ohio, boys. Yeah. The fuck. Yeah, we just went to taking a game. It was a great time. Nice. And I would, I was just being an asshole. I'm just yeah. screaming every time I got my shirt off. And oh, there's this, yeah. <laughs> I'm 17. Peener, yeah. I'm 17. Yeah. And this grown man is screaming at me, you got two more screams in you before I beat the shit out of you or something. <laughs> you tested him. And I was like, all right, so I got, so I got one left, right? And then just the next one, just scream at the top of my lungs, whatever it is. And the guy, like, I think there was enough time. Like, he had the threat in him. And it's like, are you actually going to beat up a, a minor? Is that really going to happen? He, but then, then like, the usher, stadium security came in, made me put my shirt on. And uh, a few people started throwing peanuts at me. But look, sometimes when you're 17 and you're there to watch a game, you're like, hey, I need to be the center of attention. Bro, li- <laughs> what I would do to be 17 again. Li- and that's a freaking movie. You remember that movie? Zac Efron, Matthew oh, Perry. Right. Poor Matthew Perry. Do you see this Friends that, uh, reunion they look, show they, thing? They, they all, all look, look horrible. horrible. And they all say they look good, dude. They say they look yeah, good to each other? Yeah, they're like, the Friends <laughs> cast looks good. No, I mean, it's probably like NBC being like, look how good the Friends cast they looks look for their reunion. horrible. Honestly, like Jennifer Aniston looks the best. Well, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Anderson and Courtney Cox, they look like normal 50-year-old women. Uh, you can't Which say Jennifer Aniston does not look like a normal 50-year-old woman. Why? She's like the most gorgeous woman ever right, exists. but I mean, they all look a little... They look older. They look like uh, they're 50. She, yeah. 55, however old they are. Yeah, but but like Ross in... in I don't even know. David Schwimmer, yeah. Matthew Perry, they look like they're Adam 98 LeBlanc, years old. They, uh, Phoebe. What is... like like? Oh, yeah, Matthew Perry's got that Adam's apple fucking hanger. Oh, like man. Dead skin. I mean, these... These people did not take care of them. It, it makes you, you got to respect Jennifer Aniston even more for that. And Courtney, because they, well, like, she's had, they worked a lot more. Right, they right, have right. Yeah, had yeah, more yeah. successful careers. And that's, you know, necessary. 
I guess. But but like when you you're like, wow, the, she just doesn't age. She stays beautiful. And then you put her next to Ross. It's like, wow. Yeah. And they're, bro- <laughs> and they're brother and sister, right? Dude, so I knew, I knew a girl, or I know a girl, who matched with Matthew Perry on that dating app, Raya, uh-huh. and was just saying how creepy he was, just being like, I'm super lonely right now. Would you mind sending me a selfie? And uh-huh. like, all he had to do was like play it maybe somewhat of like a normal person. Think? And I, there was just some other girl. I read an article. She got kicked off of Raya because like she was having a conversation with him, and she blew him like blew up a spot she was 19 he's like what 51 on that uh, app. she must have put her settings from 18 to 65 like your boy always does is that actually <laughs> well i mean in the past i've done it dude okay so like this old this older woman who i had spoken with no, a while don't, ago don't be I, to- I told you about this. i told you about this she was like a housewife on new york housewives oh. a while ago oh so i lip- saw her in her g-wagon bro kissing some older french dude and like you could tell in he was French. French. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was wearing sunglasses and like looked like he was going to be like, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> Literally, that was probably yeah. him. Yeah. And those fucking, you know, the, that shirt they wear. You know, yeah. those French guys. Wee. Whatever. Saw him, my stomach <laughs> dropped. I was like, fuck. I was with my boy. So, uh, shit, dude. It was also because like any girl I ever see that I've previously been with, if I see them with another man, I would probably get jealous. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know, I'm I don't sorry know you feel bro. That, you know, it's been a long it's been a long few weeks for your boy, bro. Like we come on here, we talk about some of my failed dates, some of my failed encounters, and it's been a dry one. Yeah. You know? Don't need to talk about it so much, but if you'd like to, <laughs> sure, pour it on me, bro. Well, well, it, are you feeling it more now that it's like, oh, we actually have a life and you can be out there and you can be meeting people whereas Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like am I really making an effort to go out and like see all these girls? No, I'm not on any dating apps right now. Yeah. And any girl that I would see I would have to probably go out of my way to see them, right? It's not like, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. It's not like I'm seeing girls at like the gym at the time that I go or at the local coffee shop, which is a good place, I'd say, theoretically to find mm-hmm. women. Yeah. It's a coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you got over there? <laughs> no, what, you say find women. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Women uh, alert. Women near me. Hey, we got one. Yeah. We got- <laughs> take your ticket. Yeah. I don't know. Uh I I haven't really it hasn't been a focus man the last couple of months yeah, of like yeah, dating same same it's but but I do for the prior year I would have never and I don't really care what other people think but sometimes like oh are you seeing anyone are you talking to people whatever and for the last year that wasn't a thing right like like of oh, course yeah, not n- yeah now people are starting to ask like you seen any girls yeah. recently and it's and like, the, yeah, like no. if I, if I want to try to talk to someone I'm going to try to talk to someone if I don't I won't and oftentimes I don't. Uh, 99% of the time I don't, but now that's like slightly irregular. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. So like you know. as the time goes on, like we better start banging chicks, dude. <laughs> okay. Peter, um, no listener email this, this week. Guys, write in your freaking emails. Ted Jones world at gmail.com. I want to touch on, um, I don't know, maybe a few of these topics. We got a lot of funny we, topics. Let's here. get one. But, um, selling weed. Oh. I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Um, one of my friends hit me up, <coughs> hasn't had a job in a number of months, and uh, listen, to, listen to the Willie Williams Billy episode, Wills. dude. Okay. Episode 75, um, if you guys haven't heard this episode, we interviewed a drug dealer, kept it super anonymous, <laughs> yeah. and my buddy who was listening is seriously thinking about getting into weed now, now mm-hmm. that it's legal. He's saying, like, if I can make, like, an extra $400 a week, like, doing nothing, essentially, just selling 20 bags to everyone that I know, yeah. is that really so bad? Like, 
Bless you. Obviously, we that was a cool off. As long as we don't, as long as there are like legalization rules in place, like how in trouble can you really get? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know, but I, I, I yeah, I doubt anyone's really going to get in trouble for like making small weed sales because no one's really like trying to make it. But I, I'm pretty sure it still wouldn't be legal for some like i'm sure you need licenses and whatnot for it to be legal i don't know what the penalty is like how it would be different from from selling weed prior to it being legal and selling weed without a license now it's it's probably i don't i don't know because i told you i bought that tesla tequila and i was trying to sling it on ebay yeah so i wasn't allowed to list i wasn't even allowed to list liquor and not because maybe someone underage would buy it just because like i don't have a liquor license so i can't actually sell liquor on ebay you can't without a license. no you have to like well just in general you can't actually sell liquor like that you need a license for that. That's why some restaurants can't even sell sell liquor. Well, they, yeah, they, yeah, okay. So like, like, and no one's like cracking down on that or whatever. Like, if I sold you a bottle of booze, no one, I'm not going to prison for that. But, but like, technically, it's so. I wonder if that is if it's like similar repercussions for for weed right now. Um, like, like, yeah, it's legal to consume. If someone comes over, I buy it from them. Like, that's perfectly legal for me, but it's probably illegal for them. Uh so I don't know. I, I. I I do think it's probably going to be less profitable to be uh, selling weed, though. You know, uh, maybe he should get in now, get it, you yeah. know, do it for the next make, year or yeah. so before, like, make I just pop over the shop and real quick, especially like you don't even have to get a real estate license, just <laughs> slang nugget. Yeah. And you actually like might be a person worth hanging out with as well. Who knows uh, if you give us free nuggets. So, Peter, anything else you got on this lovely Memorial Day? I got nothing for you. That's it. All right. Ted Jones World with Peter Moran every Monday, Thursday, 12 a.m. Later, guys.